Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Pagans Tonight Radio Network, the voice of the pagan world. Pagans Tonight is sponsored by Witchschool.com, your anyone, anytime, anywhere magical education. And hello, this is Reverend Don Lewis coming to you from beautiful Florida. And tonight we are going to discuss fear. And um, Lady Stephanie and Sir Edward have already done their installments on fear. I have not actually listened to them because I did not want to influence what I was going to say. Uh, But before we get into the subject of fear, I would like to first take a moment to honor my mother, the Regent Leveda, who passed into spirit 30 years ago, uh, today, September 13, uh, of uh, 1989. And um, on this 30th anniversary of her crossing, uh, she is very much on my mind. And it, it strikes me that I have known her as an ancestor longer than I knew her in the physical at this point. Uh, which is an interesting place in life to come to. Uh, My mother was a very wise woman, and uh, her teachings live on in the tradition. And uh, I would like to, as I say, take this moment to acknowledge her memory on this uh, anniversary of her crossing. May the blessing be upon you, dear mother, always. Now, on the subject of fear, um, the Bene, the Bene Gesserit in the, uh, the Dune novels have a litany against fear, which includes the line, uh, fear is the mind killer. And I, uh, I think that is a very true statement, although I probably mean it in a slightly different way. I think that fear is one of the main enemies that we have in a magical life um, for a couple of reasons. Uh, fear can certainly um, undo our ability to work our will in the world by undermining our belief in our ability to do it and in our desired outcome. And it can also go a great distance toward preventing us from truly knowing ourselves and our motivations, which is very important when it comes to um, to working with the world magically. In order to, uh, to truly get the results that you want, you need to know who you are and what you actually believe. And fear can sometimes stop you from seeing that. And so fear is, is in that sense a major issue, I think, in a magical life. It's something that we need to overcome, for want of a better way to put it, uh, to look beyond and um, when we do magic uh, and in, in, when we pursue spirituality of any sort, we really need to find ways to set fear aside. This is one of the reasons why so much in magic uh, works in symbolic ways that bypass the conscious mind and interact with the higher self. And in so doing, they also bypass our fears. But if we can confront our fears and heal them, so much the better. And this is a great deal of what we do in shadow work. We look for our fears, for limiting belief systems, for outgrown uh, ways of being, and we heal and reintegrate these. And 
the things that we find in our shadow, including our fears, began as good things that we adopted for good reasons, but our circumstances have changed. Um, and it's important to, uh, to, when we look at these things, which may have caused us to deviate from our path, may have caused us to limit ourselves, may have caused us to deceive ourselves about what we truly want, that, uh, that we not necessarily look at this as being a setback or a misstep, but rather an important step on the way to becoming whole and fully activated in the world um, by confronting and healing these things. So fear is um, certainly something that um, we must confront in a magical and spiritual life, and which we do confront if we're truly living that magical and spiritual life. Now, uh, what I really want to focus on, and we talk about this in the degree lessons somewhere, um, but I think it's in third degree, um, but I also consider it very important, and that is that there's a, there's a teaching that I encountered many years ago and adopted that in the end there are only two emotions that we really have, love and fear. Now, what is meant by love in this context is not necessarily what we would mean in conversation. It certainly is not romantic love. Um, it can be described as divine love. It is coming from a place of balance and security as opposed to fear, which is fear. But in considering this teaching many, many years ago, as I, as I thought about it, I realized that most all negative emotions that you might think of, if you look at them, they resolve back to fear, uh, whether they are anger, um, open fear, sadness, grief. I think that all of them are ultimately motivated from a place of fear. So in that sense, I agree with this teaching. And I think that this is a very important thing for us in that road to, to full activation of our spiritual selves. Uh, when we feel um, what might be termed negative emotions, um, such as fear, such as anger, such as um, jealousy, such as rage, that uh, we realize that behind this there is a fear. And if we can identify that fear, we can deal with the emotion so much more easily, whether it's our emotion or someone else's. And um, I think that regardless of which of these emotions we're talking about, you will find a fear behind it. So if you ask yourself, what is the fear that is causing this emotion? I think it can bring you quite a bit of enlightenment on the subject and a much clearer sense of how to deal with it. Again, whether you're talking about your own emotions or uh, someone else's emotions that you may be having to deal with. Uh, usually, um, if, for example... Well, usually it comes down to fear of loss or fear of pain. And um, anger, for example, can be motivated from a number of things, such as not getting your way on something or feeling betrayed by something. But if you look at why that causes the anger, it's based on the fear of what will happen because of that action. Um, and 
Um, the fear of what will happen, of course, can be different on the circumstance, but that is the root of the anger. Remove the fear, and there's no need for the anger. There may still be need for action, uh, but the emotion itself will be different. Um, one of the things we see a lot in some segments of the magical community is gatekeeping, uh, the idea that it, it's oh so terribly important uh, to make it very difficult to um, to study these things, a point of view at which I am completely at odds. But when I look at this and ask myself, why do some people feel this? One of the answers that I get is that they are using this as a way of making themselves feel very important and privileged by uh, holding this secret knowledge that they can deny to others. And uh, the fear, of course, is that if others know, then they will no longer be privileged and special. And my, my take on that is that it certainly is not that that makes us special. It's our knowledge, it's our ability, it's who we are that makes us special, not our, uh, deny, not, not our refusal to share it with others. I think that certainly is not a decision I have made because I've always been very big on accessibility, but I think that that fear that the person is somehow lessened by other people having the same knowledge is what motivates a lot of that gatekeeping, which is self-defeating in nature uh, in terms of the prosperity and strength of our community. Uh, I think that um, this is also true in other behaviors that revolve around exclusivity, um, dismissing people because they're different from yourself and uh, considering them to be less than yourself is motivated, I think, by the same uh, attitude that uh, if they are um, equal with you, if, if their different way of being is just as good as your way of being, then you're less special. And, of course, this is not really true, but I think it's a place of mind that many people come from. And... Um, I think it's a very unfortunate place of mind, but, you know, you look around society and you see it all the time, uh, all, all the um, little in-groups, all the, all the special jargon, uh, which is designed to exclude others, I think is basically coming from this point of fear that if you do not exclude others, you are less special, which, of course, is also a lack of faith in yourself. But... Um, Again, if you can isolate what the fear is that is causing the behavior, dealing with the behavior can then become more easy. If you see that a person is acting in an exclusionary manner because they feel that being less exclusionary will lessen themselves, will make them, um, well, less special, less, um, less uh, worthy, then if you can find a way to reassure them that they are still worthy, even in an inclusive community, you may be able to get them to accept the idea of, of inclusive community. Uh, if a person is, um, is hateful of groups other than their own, they fear that they would be badly by those groups, often because they treated those groups badly. Nonetheless, uh, if you can find that that is the motivating fear and address it from that angle, it can sometimes help a situation. 
um, I think that all of our different, um, more, more, um, well, I, I will say negative emotions, um, do resolve back into fear of something. Certainly not always the same thing. And sometimes the fears are entirely reasonable. Um, and sometimes they're not. A lot of people, um, a lot of people have a for example. And um, this is sometimes reasonable and sometimes not. But if you stop and think about the fact that some spiders are poisonous, being afraid of spiders is not entirely um, impractical if you do not know which ones are and which ones are not. Uh, on the other hand, if you do know which ones are and which ones are not, and the spider you're looking at is not poisonous, there's no particular reason to be afraid of it. But um, if you have not realized that the source of the fear is the idea that it could, could kill you through poison, uh, then it will be much harder to deal with that fear. Another aspect from which arachnophobia could be approached uh, is that spiders also represent fate. Um, and how people view them often has to do with how they view fate, the web of karma. If they perceive it as ensnaring and confining and negative in afraid. A friend and the web of the universe uh, as a delicate dance of life, then they're much less likely to be afraid of spiders. But if in trying to deal with that fear, uh, they identify the relationship between the spider and its web and fate as part of that fear, they can much more easily address and overcome that fear. Uh, I think that in a magical life, identifying the sources of our emotions, especially fears and wounds, is very important. And then addressing it is also very important. One of the worst things that we do to ourselves is to bind ourselves with closed wires, thinking we want one thing when we internally actually believe something entirely different. Um, and, you know, one, one of um, the famous examples of that is the person wants to get a wonderful job that, that um, they have hoped for for years but can never get. But if they look within themselves, they find that they believe that they really cannot get it. Well, of course they can't get it. But if they can address that inner fear and heal it, then yes, they will be able to open that door. Uh, and this is a lot of what the magical life is about, addressing our limitations and uh, releasing them. So going back to that idea of fear and love, um, when we do our shadow work, when we look at the beliefs that bind us, the, um, the fears that hold us back, if we can identify that root cause, the, the root fear behind um, whatever it is that is holding us back, well, then it becomes much easier to deal with again. And... I think that also, again, in dealing with other people, this is a very important thing. It 
uh, is very easy to just assume that a person is behaving in um, an angry and aggressive manner because they're an angry and aggressive person, and they may be, but there's also a fear behind that behavior. And it is, I think, always a fear. Uh, They fear that they will be lessened. They fear that they will be hurt. Uh, They fear that they will be less special. Um, And again, if you can identify it, perhaps you can help them to overcome it and therefore also not be subject to that angry and aggressive behavior. Uh, Or if you are the one who is behaving in that way, Perhaps you can heal it by identifying what it is that um, that causes you to have that reaction, which, again, will be a fear. So in terms of fear and the idea of fear as mind killer, I think that fear is a progress killer in a magical life and that uh, that not being bound by fear is vitally important to having the full effect of the study of magic and spirituality. Many times in the lessons I talk about not being bound, uh, not being bound by ideas, not being bound by, um, by things, not being bound by expectations, not being bound by anything. And uh, the less that you allow to bind you, the more potential you have all around you. But most people don't realize just how bound they have allowed themselves to become. And when we talk about things like soul retrieval, uh, energy blockages, uh, and energy healing, what we're talking about is releasing that kind of binding, which always comes down in the end to fear, releasing a fear. And very often when you actually see what it is, uh, it's not even something that you still believe, but something you've held on to when you're doing shadow work. Sometimes uh, it is something you still believe, and sometimes it's absolutely true, um, but still should not bind you. It should advise you, rather. Uh, An example uh, of that is that... um, Many people in in the pagan community are afraid that if they come out of the broom closet, so to speak, that that they will find themselves the subject um, of hostility and persecution. And I have found that for most people, this does not actually prove to be true, but sometimes it does. In places it does. Uh, So it's not necessarily a false fear. But realizing that you have the fear and dismissing it as a fear and making it rather a consideration uh, can greatly open your potential uh, for different directions to take. And, of course, you do that through Saturday in the healing. And uh, there are so many things in life that we allow ourselves to fear. And, again, some are real things. But it is much better if we can shift our relationship to them from being afraid of them to being advised by them. Um, and in the case I was just speaking about, uh, the fear that if you're in certain places that, that you might face hostility because of your beliefs, 
Well, then you might want to be careful in those places. But it doesn't, does not mean that you should be spending your life terrified hiding, hiding under your bed. Uh, rather, you should be taking uh, sensible action to avoid potential problems. So uh, in acknowledging a potential problem, we are not being overcome by fear if we are dealing with it in a way that advises rather than binds us. And I think that this is very important, again, in our magical and spiritual practice. Um, it is natural as part of the human state that we carry a lot of fears that bind us um, as we go through life. But the role of the spiritual and magical person is partly to untangle that um, that binding, to open uh, the, the inner self and to release um, those fears. Again, bearing in mind that some of them have a practical base that you should be advised by, but not bound by. So these are, um, these are principal things that I am motivated to say about fear on this occasion. Uh, I do very much believe in the idea that, again, fear is the mind killer or the progress killer or the self-killer, however you want to look at it. Um, but the famous quote from the Bene Gesserit is uh, the mind killer. And I do believe that emotion pretty much does resolve itself down to being in a place of love or a place of fear. And when you find yourself in a place of fear, again, you need to address it, to, um, to heal it and release it if possible. Not, not uh, saying ignore uh, practical issues, but rather not be bound by them. And when you find other people in that place, if you can help them to do that, you can often much more easily come to understanding with them. Uh, people would get along much better, obviously, if they were not um, so often controlled by necessarily see. Um, but coming to the point that we we are um, are healed from that is a, is a lifelong journey. But it is a journey that is part of the spiritual path, part of this magical path, and very important. So I think that where I would sum up. Um, my rather rambling discourse is in saying that fear is a signpost to where we need healing and where we need to adjust our beliefs and behaviors. And for the magical person, we follow that, that direction to more fully actualize our spiritual self and the physical. So I think with that, I will um, regard myself as having said my piece. I hope that you found it interesting. And um, I will look forward to our next topic. And uh, until next time, may you blessed be.
Let the soul 